Hello, hello everybody, and welcome to what, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I think it's episode 56 of I Understood That Reference. Rob, my friend, how are you, buddy? Hello. <laughs> right in with the reference. Yeah, straight right away. in with the reference. <laughs> We've been talking about Rick and Morty. Again, we had a, a very suitable podcast conversation before we started it and recording the podcast, so I guess I needed to shoehorn that, that, that back in. Basically, season five has kicked off, and I've only... Well, it's been... What, it's been a, it could be two months out, actually, at this point. Season five of Rick and Morty. But um, <laughs> I've been I've been watching it now, playing a bit of catch-up this week. And uh, it's good fun. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So, as a result, I'm doing well. It is a billion degrees over here, though, in, in London. So, like, I have every window and everything open. Fans are on. Standing in the fridge routinely, as needed. There's no air conditioning, obviously in these countries because it never normally gets this hot for this long so the struggle is real at the moment so i was actually going to bring that up because obviously we'll get to it down a bit because you went to see black widow didn't you oh i did indeed did you wait did you you didn't, you didn't catch it this week in the end no did you because i was going to but like in ireland we have at the moment what scientists are actually calling a heat wave and we don't get these in Ireland, so I'm like, realistically, the last place I want to be at the moment, even though I love going to the cinema, the last place I want to be is sitting into a, in a furnace-like room in the dark, when like we have our few sun, you know, our few hours of sunlight in Ireland for a change. So I'm I'm kind of holding it and cradling it like a little like a little cinema baby is what I'm doing yeah, exactly. at the moment. Oh wow! Well, yeah, you got to pick your battles. And like, Joe, what's really funny is like, Dad is constantly sending me like RTE and Irish Times articles like look they're saying it's a heat wave as well and I'm like no I believe you I like I, I'm not saying it's not a heat wave but another article look 32 degrees could you believe it and I'm like oh, no I understand that it's possible and what's hilarious is all these articles keep referencing that well the July record was actually held by Roscommon in 2006 at 32 and I'm just like it's amazing how the weather at home is such a point of pride especially when it's good weather it's amazing because I just text, again, we have a few mutual friends uh, from Roscommon. <laughs> and I just, because there was an orange weather warning around Ireland and the top country was Roscommon. So there you go. <laughs> and for people who don't understand, Roscommon has a hilarious reputation as just a daft county. And I, I'm from there. So <laughs> I, I, I su- and it's, my name is in it. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I support that statement uh, wholeheartedly. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it's definitely got its it's definitely got its uh, its history. Shall it's we got say? It's, it's got its quirks. That's <laughs> not it's notoriety. Oh, classic Roscommon. Oh Jesus! Good times. But look, I I guess yeah. I mean, I think things are good. I, and and even just because it's sunny, it's kind of I've definitely not been playing as much games or like you know watching Same, as much yeah. films and stuff like that. But I've I've, been, I've I've done a few things. But to get back to I suppose then that point that I would bring up is that Rob, you of course saw. Black Widow. Now we yes. don't really do we don't do reviews really on this podcast. I mean, we do for big films like the Zack Snyder League or or you know Avengers Endgame and stuff like that. Event stuff, event cinema, as it's called. Yeah, and Black Widow's still out, so we don't really want to ruin it for people and like that. I give I, give, I can give a high level. Look, I think the general yeah. the general kind of consensus is I think you know <laughs> people are enjoying it. Uh, look, I thought it was fine. I think there are there are better Marvel films and there are certainly worse Marvel films. Um. I think I think probably the main commentary you could say about this one in particular is that it's probably five or six years too late, because we know what happens to this character, and you know the pandemic didn't help either. 
it probably you know it probably stifled a little bit of this sort of interest around it I like she was overdue a film I just I just feel I I think I said this to you over when I was messaging you separately it just felt like they they fell back into sort of the MCU template for a film for like a you know an art not even an artist story just but for a, a specific character film so there is you know there's some fun moments um boy can she take a punch like very visceral like a hard hitting action christ, christ <laughs> on a bike i've never seen like I, I this is more aggressive than liam neeson and taken level of just pumps and clunks and clanks and metal clanging and banging off vents and tumbling toppling jesus um oh, Ooh, okay but you know but then it ends up in a fairly stereotypical finale of course there's supposed to be these twists and turns that they really try and sell like you don't know what where it's going to go but you you can you can you can fairly easily call where it's going to go and the the reason i think it's interesting is that i'm also watching the loki tv show at the moment and i've also already watched you know the falcon winter soldier and um wandavision and i just feel that those are especially loki now seeing this and also to a, to a slightly lesser degree although no actually to, to the same extent as wandavision they're such interesting creative uh, productions by comparison and look obviously maybe the tv show is is a, is a more comfortable vehicle for that because it's longer form you, you don't have to cram it into two hours but they're just visually arresting and intricate and there's it's it, it, they're like mysteries and there's so much intrigue and deception and like it there's so much clever kind of storytelling and fun moments and they really go all in on the hokiness and the daftness as well of those characters and also the the supernatural elements so then having seen you know WandaVision before Black Widow and now following Black Widow by now watching Loki just films of that ilk now seem a bit kind of samey and far less interesting at the moment which I think is interesting for the direction Marvel is probably it could be a leading indicator in terms of where Marvel is probably planning on going it, it's it's interesting because like it, it's it feels like the comics now because that's what the comics do is they have their big event comics which is where all the kind of characters from all the crossovers come together which is essentially what Endgame did so then you have your Avengers comics which has all the characters in it you know so that's fine and then they have their individual character stories which to me seems almost like the TV shows now but the problem is like giving Loki a TV show I mean, let's be honest about this. There is more interest in the character of Loki than I think there is of Black Widow. So it's yeah. it's strange. And even the Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier, because of where that left off of Captain America and stuff like that, people are like, people are now more interested. Yeah, like, and, what's going and, on there? Yeah. So like, where does the hype then, how do you generate the hype for the, for a, a solo film for a character whose face you know. we already know? Yeah, there's no stakes. Like this the issue I, I i will say and like that's also uh, that's that's all i think why i have an issue as well i was like why couldn't they have brought this out sooner before when you her fate because then they could have teed up stuff in the film that then ultimately led to that which would have made it far more interesting or they could have played off the fact that we know what happens to her more heavily i feel i just don't think because we know the outcome i don't think they leveraged that enough um I w- yeah. but i will say like you know the the her little her, you know her, her sort of her russian family of characters they are good fun and they have some fun beats and like they just like there's a great cast there to be fair and i don't want to don't want to spoil it too much because i know you haven't seen it either but yeah. you know you know they, they're good and they and like you know scarlett johansson is great because she's so used to the role at this point like it's like a second skin to her but yeah i, I don't know yeah some people will really like it but i just i just kind of felt a bit samey to me at the end of the day nothing, yeah. nothing groundbreaking 
and that's fair. But so, so have you heard now? So the the interesting part of all this is that we get to see because we talked about this before on the podcast, but we get to see what happens with movies in general. So this is the first kind of major tentpole Marvel film released in a long, long time. But it released simultaneously in cinemas and on the Disney Plus streaming service for an extra $30 or whatever it is. Yeah. And already, like, have you looked up the box office or anything? Or have you seen anything about it? Uh, box office isn't too bad. It's it's one of the... It's it's the best performing film, I think. Or the, it had the best weekend uh, in the pandemic, I think. But, you know, nothing nothing nearly at the, 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 the levels Marvel was seeing before this all, like, fell apart. So yeah. it's at $250 million worldwide which is very modest for an MCU film. By comparison, if we take a step, the, I think the most recent standalone film outside of the Avengers ones was Captain Marvel and she crossed a billion. So that's the level of you know viewership they had at that point before the pandemic. I was going to say even so, so, for example, like because the streaming, obviously people are realizing that they don't have to run out to the cinema to see it. The, the, the box office drop off from the first weekend till the second weekend was a a 67% drop at the box office, which is the steepest decline in the history of the MCU. Yeah. That's from uh, the the Atlantic, just so I'm not robbing somebody's material. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's, it's apparently it's even going to struggle to beat the domestic total of the first Captain America film from 10 years ago. Ugh. But this is what happens when this is what happens when you have like let's not just let's not just suck up the box office money. Let's suck up the Disney Plus money. Let's uh, thirty euro extra. Let's get the money everywhere we can. This is what's going to happen. It's going to people are going to be turned off. People are going to be like, well, then I'm going to wait till it goes cheaper. I'm not going to go to the cinema when I can have it at home in the middle of a pandemic, or I'm not going to go buy for thirty quid when I can wait two weeks and it's going to be fifteen euro to buy. So this is this is them kicking themselves in 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 the gut here a bit i find yeah oh they've, they've absolutely cannibalized their own box office because they've given people two they've given people two choices so and i and i think it's what's interesting as well is that that's one factor and also there's the factor of you know cinemas still probably aren't open to the full extent they are certainly not at a global scale and people you know aren't mixing as much or so you know i think the people who really wanted to see in the cinema that's what that 250 million represents yeah and then there's another probably you know 200 million equivalent that have stayed at home to either watch it immediately on Disney Plus or will wait a couple of weeks and then watch it because they're in no rush, to your point. So they've kind of done themselves and also it's unfortunately just a sign of the... the Not that it's... Not that, it's, not that the box office is ruined forever. You know, I think that feckin' Fast and Furious movie is, is doing very well. Jesus, yeah. So like I just show... And, like, and I think that's a pity then because then that... Cause, so like they reached what? That Fast F9 reached almost 600 million so far. And that's still running. Six hundred million is good going. That's a lot of cash in a pandemic. But they didn't have a streaming service to just dump the film onto as well. <laughs> so like, you know, that's just good use of the word dump. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of those films, because they're it's the crap. Yeah, a lot of them it's are. like the Transformers effect in a way. Because yeah, like, remember like oh, like the Bumblebee came out and made no money. Because unfortunately, ten films of absolute crap had been shoveled onto the plate <laughs> for the last six years. So by the time a good film comes out, it's like, no, no, I've I've been bitten plenty of times. Thank you very much. So it's that awful effect of, yeah, you know, something like Fast Furious will come out and make lots and lots of money. So now people in Hollywood are going to be like, let's just make films like that. Whereas then, like maybe the Marvel films or maybe like a, a good film will come out at the moment and make no money because people aren't going to take the risk on it. You know yeah, exactly. And like you can't to go back to Transformers. I love that analogy because you can't get this lovely delicious 
sweet, sweet, lovely little cherry. But if you put it on top of a cake that is made of shit, like it, you're not going to go for that cake. You're going to just leave the cherry out because it's part of the cake. Yeah. Because, I mean, then even if you try just take the cherry off. There's a little bit of poo on there. There's a little bit of shit in that cherry. There's a little bit of poo on that cherry. <laughs> and nobody wants that. Oh, cherry good. Cherry good. Uh. Okay, well, that, that's enough about Black Widow. So, Rob, do you have anything else you want, you want to cover? Because we have, I have prepared, what Rob doesn't know, I have prepared a quiz. And it's probably the first time in the history of this podcast of 56 episodes oh. that I've actually kept true to my promise of saying I'm going to do something next week and actually doing it. Oh, very so, excited. I mean, that's, that's, that's something to, to look forward to. But, yeah, do you have, do you have anything you want to cover, maybe, before oh, we, we oh, jump oh, on into that? Only just to round off the, the MCU stuff, just because I think this is a funny talk point and it's probably going to really tip you over the edge. So... Um, <laughs> oh. Blade star um, Stephen apparently still an actor Dorf ah, no way. says <laughs> says he's he's embarrassed for MCU stars because he feels like they that the, the films just they, they clearly are garbage and he feels sorry for them that they feel like they're they're forced into making those decisions and, he's, and they said you know <laughs> have you you know would you not take one of them he just goes nah I'm still on the hunt for the good shit because I don't want to be in Black Widow. That's what that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. That's an actual course. That's an actual course. He's saying oh my God. it's not like he's saying he's basically implied, I've been offered all these roles and stuff, but no, nah, I'm turning all the MCU shit down because I'm way better than that. That's that's what he's saying. The best thing about this is that in my head, all I can hear is that <laughs> some motherfuckers always gotta ice skate uphill. That blade says to him at the end. And this is essentially what he's doing right now. He's trying to ice skate <laughs> he's uphill. He's still a character. He's still in character. Yeah, he's still. Yeah, that's how seriously he takes the role. He's still in character. <laughs> this is this is the guy. I looked up his IMDb, and like the most recent thing that I've heard of that he's in is Zoolander, from twenty years ago. So I literally had no idea that wow. he was still even relevant. He, he this is the this guy just almost exclusively seems to get gigs in the, those Yui Bowl films, which are <laughs> I sent you a trailer of for one of those. <laughs> Oh yeah. So that's the, that's the quality of content. But he, he's he's almost like the Edward Furlong from Terminator Two, where he was in one <laughs> seminal work. And I mean, I would argue Edward Furlong's seminal work was a hundred times better than this guy's. Like, <laughs> no, who, do you think Chris Evans cares what this guy thinks? Like, well, Chris Evans is not losing sleep over this fella being like, "Murmur, you don't get to do anything." No, you because you don't have a career. No yeah. offense, like, but I mean, no, I, that, I, that's because that's the truth. That's the whole thing. But and I, I love to th- I like to think that like they they're asking just completely different questions. But he felt like he needed a shoehorn this into the conversation anyway. So it's like, oh yes, did you ever think you'll get a film on you? He's like, ah, I'd be too embarrassed to be in the MCU. I'm still on the hunt for the good. Like, you know, he, he's he's tried to make it look. He's painting an obscure picture of his film career. Um, I mean, fair play to him. I think he'll be. I think he could potentially be waiting quite a while for the good shit to come around. Like so. Wowzers, Stephen Dorf. There is a name I have not heard in an awful, awful <laughs> long time. Oh, I, just, I thought you just might enjoy that little nugget. I just saw that in the news somewhere. I was like, that is, that's fantastic. That's the kind of content we want to cover on this. <laughs> shit, that, that is <laughs> shit. Not silly actors. <laughs> I mean, speaking of cherry on a, on a shit cake, here is Stephen Dorf. <laughs> Stephen the cherry on top, Dorf. <laughs> I understand the point he's trying to make, but you know, I mean, I guess there's only the only way to take him trying to make that point is to be like, well, he's 
he's clearly a bit embittered about being in a Marvel film before the MCU was a thing. Exactly. You know, and only having one movie and not being having like six or seven different films you can go back and keep raking in that Hollywood cash like. Yeah. I mean, also, depending on the actor that says that quote, I'm still on the hunt for good <laughs> shit. That determines, you know, whether you take it seriously or not. Like if, if that was fucking Daniel Day-Lewis and he'd be just like, oh, okay, fair enough, actually. <laughs> You've got a legacy behind you. But, um, but I mean, I'd also be like, Daniel, I mean, you look at your career. Whereas I feel like with Stephen Dorff, you're, you're not quite at the level of Daniel Day-Lewis. Like, no. even if he's in character, still 20 years later as that <laughs> vampire whose name, like, Deacon Frost. That Deacon is, Frost. That is so good that you brought the ice skating court. That, I hadn't even thought of that. That is excellent. <laughs> he's like, I live my life by this court. <laughs> trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> oh, that is quality. Oh, Rob, more stories like that. That's the kind of stories yeah, that I want that's, us to cover. That's, that's the good content. No, that, Forget that. your Black Widow reviews. Everyone's doing <laughs> yeah. that. We got, we got Stephen Dorff's new quotes. Forget your insight and your cutting analysis. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to lambast Stephen Dorff for every week. Oh, I, I like that. But, Rob, <clears> speaking <throat> of quotes. Hello. It's oh. time for our game which we call Lost in Translation. Oh. Oh, 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 So, what we do in this game is that basically I have got Google Translate and I've put famous, oh, I say famous in inverted commas, but I've put movie quotes through the Google Translate tool a few times to come out with like a bit of a jarble, jumbled up mess. Mm. So Rob has to guess essentially what movie it's from or what the character is or maybe both. There's like a point system. There's a round thing. So we did the Marvel Cinematic Universe before. But I thought we'd go a bit wider this time. This time we're doing the entire slate of DC movies. Oh, oh God. This is going to oh, yeah. this is gonna, This is trouble. This is big trouble. Oh, this was... I'll tell you one thing you realise pretty quickly when you're putting together a quote from DC movies. There is not that many good either DC movies or quotes in DC <laughs> movies. <laughs> So when I say this is effort, there's there's actually sheer backbreaking work has gone into this. So 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 somebody better appreciate it. Oh, that's great. <clears throat> oh, well, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see if, if any of these get answered. Uh, but I, I faith in you, Rob. I faith in your ability. I faith in me to an extent. This these were tough the last time in a good way. They were these were these were challenging. All right. Yeah. I have them ranked in terms of like, so you get one point, obviously there's some one pointers where all you have to do is either name the character or the movie it's from and you get one point. Mm -hmm. Then there's two pointers where you have to get the movie and the character. And then there's a three pointer where you get two points for the movie and one point for the character that says it. So you get to choose Rob and the aim is to get to 20 points and you win. You win untold respect of people like me. Oh wow, it's it's funny because you were explaining the rules and then you kept saying you said two pints and all I could hear was Dougal dropping off milk in Father Ted. He just got two pints, <laughs> two two <laughs> pints, two <laughs> pints. People, you need to Google that. You need to YouTube that scene. There's a lot. Of, there's, just a, there's a lot of leaving YouTube out. Father Ted. <laughs> there's a lot of leaving out that, that supports that quote. Two pints. Anyway, let's let's dive in. I'm very excited. Okay, so Rob, what what do you want to go for then? You remember you got to choose one point, <clears throat> two points, or three points. Oh, I have to warm up with the with the one pointer. Let's just let's just ease her in. All right. Okay. Sorry. So the, the G. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so remember, 
the, the character or the film okay character or the film okay after after anyway tell me is there bleeding <laughs> it has to be <laughs> you delivered that was very good because it actually caught me off guard has to be has to be batman to superman in batman versus superman where he goes tell me do you bleed that's the only one Hooray. I that's the only thing I, if it wasn't <laughs> that i would have been completely well rattled that is correct super okay rob so one pointer two pointer or three pointer let's go crazy don't give me a three. Ooh, ooh, give me a, ooh, give me okay. a three okay okay going aggressive here okay either you die like a hero or you live long enough to be guilty <laughs> actually so okay that is the dark knight christopher Nolan's the dark knight it is harvey dent um correct do i have to say anything else to get that three pointer or is they the two that's the three points no the quote is you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain yeah I, when you said dc quotes i knew a lot of these were gonna have to rely on christopher nolan stuff because he doesn't oh listen <laughs> i was trying my best not no, to, like, what, Jesus. Has, what are you supposed to do he has all the he has all the memorable lines <laughs> comes up pretty short pretty quickly but anyway so so where, where are you going next okay let's let's start back to two give me a two pointer these these are great i love i love just the, the translations are so silly sometimes now this is tough. Uh, Jesus, the face of an angry doll remains. <laughs> Hold on. The face, the the face, the face of an angry doll, doll, remains. Oh wow, that is completely thrown me. Um, if, I think there's only one word that actually made it through the translation system to come out in that one. <laughs> what the? No, doll. Um, I, I, doll sounds like it would be something Harley Quinn would say. Um, so I'm just gonna guess Harley Quinn Suicide Squad, but I don't know the, the, the quote. Okay, so you've got one point for the film because it was Suicide Squad, but it's actually Deadshot who says, "Stay evil, doll face." Uh well, I <laughs> didn't. Face I of did an angry <laughs> doll remains. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> Objectively, from, from, as 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 the structure that this quiz goes, that's a great last translation. That's a very good one. <laughs> also, I yeah, do not. I I, like... I I only ever saw that film once, so <laughs> I'm in trouble here. One too many times. Yeah. Oh, touche. Okay, let's. Okay, that was a struggle. Bring me back to a one pointer. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> the war has come, and I bring in the rat of the seven seas. Um, well it has to be Aquaman and it's got to be Patrick Wilson's character the bloody not the sea monger the fish monger I don't know what his name is the bad the bad Aquaman whatever whoever he is I I didn't even write his name down but yeah the war is coming to the surface and I'm bringing the rat of the seven seas with me yeah I I, kind of remember when he says that in the film actually god that movie is mental Oh, generally they got, they, got, generally they somehow got Judy Andrews as a as to voice that thing giant squid and she's the voice of it Did I, d- I didn't even I didn't even know that I'm, I'm crazy I she Nicole Kidman's in it I <laughs> having a great time Jeez, I, f- I forget all of that film all of it which is I mean it's not a bad thing and they had uh, that awful cover of uh, Africa Toto and it's just when did they oh, play that awful. bit awful it's all like a jazz like oh it's terrible remember when they're coming out with the water or the desert or something it's terrible uh, oh 
Mm, mm. That movie's all over the place. It anyway. sure is. It sure is. <laughs> uh, okay, two-pointer. I don't care how many demons you fight. He never fought us. We are not united. That's... Ugh. Ugh, that's Justice League. And that's Batman saying it to the Justice League. And he's just going... He hasn't, you know, he hasn't put all of us, not all of us united or whatever he's saying. Fecker. Ugh. That is true, yeah. I don't care how many demons he's fought. Yeah. In how many hells, he's never fought us. Not, not us, us united. united. Ugh. Such an, yeah. un, such an unearned moment. So, uh, I'm very salty with that particular line, because that one sticks out like a sore thumb. This Agreed. is the same guy who, who, a few months prior to that, was going, tell me, do you bleed to Superman? Yeah! <laughs> he hasn't fought us united friends yeah. tell me do you please <laughs> friends wait we, we says we, that to the we, good guy we met you yesterday <laughs> the only genuine genuine good guy in the film oh yeah. we're dangerous territory of just completely derailing this quiz and just shiting on that thing for the next oh, half an hour. i mean it was dangerous putting these together okay so we're on eight you got eight points so far eight Rob. points so 12, 12 points in your home free oh, give me another two pointer there Okay, another, another two-pointer. I'll that was go me for opening my bottle of fizzy water, in case you're wondering. Oh, this is excellent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Life is adultery. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Life is adultery. Me too. Yep. Oh, my God. What is that quote? Oh, you are gonna... You are gonna laugh when you hear this. <laughs> It's ugh. It's hardly. Oh, I thought it was maybe the Joker talking about him being an agent of chaos, but I don't think that's it. Now that I'm, I, I'm just right, gonna. Go on. I'm gonna just guess the, guess jo- the character. Even I guess the Joker from the Dark Knight. It is not. It is Catwoman from Batman Returns. <laughs> and the quote is, <laughs> "Life's a bitch, so am I." <laughs> well, Michelle Pfeiffer, you went to bloody yes. Tim Burton. Oh. Man. Rob, when I say this was difficult to pull together, there's there's like thirty quotes here, man. This is like, do you realize how difficult it was to put together t- thirty that, quotes? No, I, I, I'm I'm not at all begrudging you in the amount of work you did, but you, I just I hadn't even considered the Burton films, which is my own fault because why would we exclude those? They're DC films. In fact, I only put it in because you, you... texted me the other day that you were watching it, I'm... so I was like, all right. <laughs> so can we just quickly pause and talk about? I said this to you. It's on, it could be one of the best movie line or comic book movie lines of all time in that film, where she's she's stealing stuff from this toy sh- for this from this jeweler's Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, and she is excellent as that Catwoman. She's the only really good one. Ah, she's, uh, but excellent. The character like does loads and insane like must be fifteen front flips flipping around out the front of the shop, and she runs into the Penguin and Batman in front of the shop, and she just goes meow. And then the whole building explodes. <laughs> it's amazingly yeah. timed. It is amazing. It's uh, like that Joker moment in, in The Dark Knight when he tried to close the hospital. Yes, exactly. That pause yeah. sells it. And then, even though that was accidental in the other one. but um, Yeah, true, yeah. So good. Uh, yeah, she's excellent as you, that imagine, like, if you, yeah. imagine if you tried to do that quote, you would just have to be like, cat noise. That would be the entire... Just, yeah, in the script. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? I should have done that, yeah. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Cat noise. I mean, that's saying. I want her not feeling that to say, life is adultery. Me too. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> oh, I had not a clue. Okay, let's go back to, give me a, give me a, a, a an old sneaky one-pointer there. No, it's sneaky one-pointer. Okay, okay. 
We are bad people. We do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so silly. <laughs> I assume it's Suicide Squad. Uh, Correct. It is I, Suicide Squad. Um, it's, it's probably someone saying we're bad people. This is what we do. Gonna guess Harley Quinn. I, I think I think I forgot to write the name for these point one pointers because they only needed to fill them. But yeah, oh. we're bad guys. It's what we do. Yeah, that I that I had a hunch that had to be Suicide Squad. Ugh. All right. All God, right. you're just reminding me of this catalog of films. Are you getting those? Uh, are you getting those YouTube ads for the new Suicide Squad film that don't even have any sound and they're just like a silent picture of the characters that come up before you watch? Videos, I haven't. Like, no, I haven't gotten those ones yet. Ugh. Well, I'm getting them all the time. They're kind of frustrating because there's not even any sound to them. You're like, okay, Which, that's an interesting marketing strategy considering. James Gunn is famous for like mixing in 70s and 80s tracks into his films. Like the yeah. soundtrack is half the energy, certainly in the trailers. But isn't again, it, it? that didn't work for the first one. So maybe they're like, we're deliberately going the opposite direction here. <laughs> no music. Yeah, no exactly. music. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Isn't it amazing how that film essentially tried to copy Guardians of the Galaxy so much that they just went, just hire the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Sorry, he's already still doing the Guardians films. I don't care. Just hire him in anyway. You can make both of them. It's not... Anyway, sorry. That's, that's an aside. <laughs> I know. And he was happy to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, money. I would be too. Yeah, exactly. He's he's a little bit... Look, he, he's a very creative guy and he obviously must be smart. Mm. He's, he knows what he's doing. But there's a part of me that finds... It, he definitely strikes me as he... he he knows he's intelligent. He kind of wears it on his, he wears it as like a suit of armor, kind of like, you know, I make these yeah. decisions because I'm, I really think about everything creatively and like, I really work hard to do this. And like, I, I've spent 365 days a year working. Look, like I, I follow this guy on Twitter and Instagram and I, it's a little bit kind of, he, like he does these Q and A's on Instagram and then people will ask him <laughs> questions and they're like, like, he'll be spending like hours answering these questions on Instagram and then they're like oh have you got a chance to do this he's like no I'm way too busy to do this kind of thing and I'm here going you're fucking answering questions on Instagram yeah, sitting you're around a, you're doing a cute <laughs> yeah look how busy you are but don't you have like a publicist who can do this for you exactly I don't know it, like yeah. it, it, he makes very creative stuff but there's a part of me that I'm just like you need to rein it ah. in a bit rein it in he's a chancer he's a chancer he's an absolute he's a pure chancer pure chancer he's a chancer yes, he's an old character that old ballocks Jesus Christ <laughs> get up them shells you old ballocks <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were we doing? <laughs> oh, funny. Uh, all right, go on. So, what are you going for now? So, go go, go for an old three pint. Ah, yeah, I'll get, do get it out three. Up. Get the old yeah, pints get the old up. Pints up. up. Yeah. What am I on still? Eight or nine, you're, maybe? You're you're on nine. Okay. Okay, oh, so. Bit of a way to go. Yeah. As a human being, I am flesh and blood. I can focus. I can destroy. But it's a habit. As a habit, I can destroy it. I can be forever. What the hell? Read that out again. As a human being, I am flesh and blood. I can focus, I can destroy, but it's a habit. As a habit, I can destroy it. I can be forever. Oh, oh, it's, it's, it's gotta be, it's Batman talking about his symbolism in Batman Begins. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Rob. As a man, I'm flesh and blood. I can be ignored. I can be destroyed. But as a symbol, as a symbol, I can be incorruptible. I can that's be everlasting. It, it was the second, oh. something something like I was like, oh, the symbol part. That's, because originally it sounds like a bad guy, the way it, the translation It goes. does, yeah. It sounds like a bad person. Oh, I'm delighted with that one. Again. Oh, well done. Also, because that one sounded more purposeful, that's why I immediately default. I was like, this is probably Nolan. <laughs> because it actually sounds like there's some quality it to it. sounds this. like dialogue. Yeah. 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 It sounds, it sounds like it doesn't talk. Yeah, dialogue. That is excellent. <laughs> Sounds like a scriptwriter did this. <laughs> yeah, sounds like somebody would actually say this kind of thing. Okay, 
Ooh, so right, that's giving me a nice jump. Let's nice. go. Give me another. Give me another three. I'm feeling like I'm on a roll here. Ho ho ho! Okay, then let's see. Oh, so you will not kill me. I am your best friend. Okay, I'm. Would <laughs> my inkling is like it's hardly the Joker saying to Batman, "Kill you." Why would I want to kill you? What would I do without you? It's not that, is it? I don't know. Yeah, is that is that is that what you're going with? I just, uh, yeah, I'll go with that because I can't think of anything else. So the character is correct. It's the Joker, but it's actually Zack Snyder's Justice League. You won't kill me. I'm your best friend. Oh, it was Leto. It was Leto. But I mean, who's gonna remember that? Like you from know, the from, from from Zack Snyder's the, the bit at the end. From the bit at the end. The bit oh. at the end, baby. What a prick! I fell for it. What a prick! I, but still, you're you're up to thirteen, Rob. You're doing you're doing okay, great. Okay, that you're did that. I because it sounded like that thing that Batman always that the Joker always says to Batman, yeah. but I assumed it was from no one. Okay, that one got me. Give me a two. Give me a two pointer. This is tough. This is tough, man. Some of these I'm just like, hold on. Okay, this is now. This is yeah. I mean, this give, this gives it away, but whatever. Who cares? Oh, the the brightest day, the darkest night. No evil escapes my eyes. May those who worship the power of evil fear my power. The light of the blank lantern. <laughs> I guess it's Ryan Reynolds, the Green Lantern. It is indeed. Wow, even, and even then I wasn't that sure, because I, I don't think I've even seen that film in its entirety. Just bits. Bits of that thing. What a silly film. Nice. <laughs> okay, I have, I have. So yeah, there's a good one I want to read, but it depends if we get. To, so what are you going for now? So you're 15 out of 15. All right, so give me five more points to go. Okay, give me another one. We'll keep this. We'll draw this out. We'll drag this bloody thing to the end of the bloody night. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, this is great. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm excited. Okay, remember just the character or the film. Um, I am here to fight for the truth, for justice, for the American horse. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know where this is going. The American horse. Uh, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, you're going in. That has to be uh, Christopher Reeve's Superman, isn't it? It is indeed. I'm glad you got the, that. It was. I mean, that, I think, oh yeah, he doesn't say it in the new ones. But yeah, I'm glad you got there. Okay. <laughs> the American horse. How did, how, how did horse get part of that out of interest? Not a clue. And obviously <laughs> the, the actual quote is, I'm here to fight for truth, justice and the American way. Yeah. That's why I did the horse thing is extra confusing. But look, this is the, more, this is lost in translation. This is what happens. You never know what's going to happen. More, more like the American. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Ooh. Oh, Jesus, Ooh. it's warm in here. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, stings the nostrils. But in a good way. Okay. Give me another three. Or, or what? Like, I want to give you an opportunity to, to ask the, the penultimate one. Yeah. Because no, there, there's there's a good one here. Uh, and to be fair, it's it's it's... <laughs> it's a good system I grew up yeah I grew up in Kansas generals as long as I am American <laughs> generals oh that's um, that's Man of Steel that's um, Henry Cavill saying it to well, apparently he's now the Martian Manhunter Jeez, uh, ridiculous that's 140 million dollar piece of hardware that's what he says to him. it's like he's spying on him I remember that I one. I grew up in Kansas, General. I'm about as American as it gets. Yeah. Generals. Right, so it doesn't matter which one you get because you're, you're going to get it. So I'm going to read out one that I think 
is funny. Is that okay? That is totally fine. Let's go for broke. Okay. Uh, so that that one's pretty. That one's pretty mm, funny. I mean, they've been all pretty. Some pretty of them have been great so funny. far. But I want to. Uh, there was one I was looking at earlier. You see, you'll, you'll get that as well. I mean, you, you'll definitely get them all. But yeah, it's a bit of dealer's choice here. It depends how long you want the game, the game to last, which I respect. Okay. No, here you go. Here you go. Uh, <laughs> there is only one absolute in this universe. Everything. Is cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is okay. Hang on now. This that's throwing me because now all I can think of is is it you? Did you just throw a Batman and Robin quote at me? And is that Mister Freeze? Is that I, your final answer? That's my final answer. This is for the win. It is indeed in this universe. There is only one absolute. Everything freezes. <laughs> Everything is Everything cold. <laughs> Congratulations, Rob. You have I did passed. It. You have passed. Oh, Lost well in translation yet again. Oh, bravo for the uh, for the quiz questions. They were excellent. And can I say, well done for shoehorning a Batman and Robin quote in there. I was wondering, particularly when you threw Burton at me, I was like, oh well, he has to. The Joel Schumacher ones have to make an have to make an appearance here. <laughs> they count, there, and they're probably better some than some of the other newer ones. <laughs> I mean, at, at this point, I, I, I agree with you. There was also, uh, give me this puzzle, give me the puzzle. Who was afraid of the big black bat? Oh, that's, I was going to, Jim Carrey, the Riddler, obviously. Yeah. Batman there's forever. A few, there's a few of them in there as well. But uh, yeah. I love that film. I, I actually, I love Batman Forever as well. Joel Schumacher, RIP, just only died a, a few months ago, actually, yeah. a few weeks ago. But uh, it was funny putting that together. Because like I said, you I really realised the lack of quality quotes from any of those DCEU movies is shocking. It's shocking. crazy. Like, the, the fact that, like, it was also abundantly obvious when a quality quote was from, I could just That's... guess it was from the, the Nolan trilogy as well, was significant. And the only one that really, like, you could kind of guess the era or which universe it belonged to, with the exception of... That Catwoman quote, which just completely blindsided me. Yeah, that was just mad. That was excellent. What was it again? Adul- so I am adultery, me too? Life is adultery. <laughs> me too. <laughs> There's also, I also, this, this one's funny as well. Uh, he's the hero of Gotham, but he doesn't need him now. <laughs> said the Dark Knight. <laughs> oh, good good times, good times. Oh, so Rob, that's both the, both the MCU, Lost in Translation, and the DC lost in translation you made it true you just be proud of yourself i'm delighted i feel like you know i, I you know it's, it always surprises me that the, some of the quotes i don't get but i found <laughs> i think i found this one a bit easier i think because you you would you'd limited choice in what was recognizable whereas i felt I like mean, there, you had so much to choose from there was such a library of content from the mcu that you could pick something something that was very well known but it was also translatable translatable enough that I, I would get confused and I would second guess the, myself. The fact that our podcast is called after an off-handed line from one of the Avengers movies and it took me like two hours to put together 26 questions for a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm not, I'm not just doing this to rag on DC films because look, all the all the, the Nolan films, I was actually watching, I was watching The Dark Knight again just the other night and it's, it's almost like literal perfection. It's, it's so, so good. good. And it's one of those films that if you you just happen across it, you know, when it's on TV, but even if you're halfway through the film, like I'll just end up sitting down and watching the rest of it. It's oh, that, yeah. It's oh, that effective. 
100%. like that's it's it's pure quality. That's just entertainment. Like it, you get so satisfied by seeing the set pieces because they, you know, they're clever and interesting. And like that's the Hong Kong bit, where he, where he, like, how how do I how do I get a guy without landing? A, how do I get a guy into a plane without landing the plane? Yeah, and you're like, how are they going to do this? And of course, Morgan Freeman has an answer. You're like, ooh, this is already getting me excited. The you get to see the new suit. And then, of course, the Joker reveal is incredible because oh. the character is already starting to be established when you realize all the heist guys are taking each other out. And oh, you could talk about it for hours. So clever. And the, even the way it's IMAX cameras. And oh, God, I'll never forget seeing that film for the first time. Oh, there was chill, literal chills running down my spine. It was scary. Every- that was scary when that movie came out because he's, yeah. he's so menacing. Everything's so yeah. dark and fucking grim. And there's that, there's that kind of weird kind of music that builds up really slowly and every time like every time he's on screen yeah. you think someone's gonna die like oh it's ridiculous what's, what's excellent what's the bit where it really starts reaching that crescendo was it because there's multiple times but I know there's the bit where you know they're on, they're on the boats and you don't know which one is gonna get exploded and there's like this yes. frenzy of strings just slowly rising in volume and you kind of you can start you're feeling your own heartbeat at this point it's so it's so stressful but that's that's because it's it's a well-made film. That, that's why that's why it works. Yeah. Oh, I know. I like. I sound because I, I even on this podcast and I was thinking this. I actually put a tweet up the other day and I was like, "Do you ever find something in the medium that's so good, that's so almost perfect, that it almost ruins your enjoyment of that medium because of it?" All the time. And like I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I sound so cynical when we talk about movies, but just putting on the Dark Knight again the other night, I'm like. It's you're you're like my brain in a weird way tries to be like because it, it I want stories to hold together I want the universe to hold together and it's almost there's nowhere I could there's no angle I could come at it where I'm like oh that's a bit that's a bit ridiculous or ah but look that's a that's a contrivance they've made for the for the plot it was just so tight and so well paced and so well done that I'm like you you almost forget you almost forget what you're watching it's that good like yeah and I think the only main argument I've ever heard against Dark Knight is the um. The Joker's plot, he was able to predict too much, too specifically. That's the you know that's the complaint around. How did he know that he'd get captured at this point, end up in like this area, and then to know that this would ha- you know? But that is so granular in the grand in the grand scheme of things. Exactly. Yeah. And also the rest of the quality of the film is so good that that you could you know that you can get away with because nothing is ever going to be pitch perfect, but you can certainly in the pursuit of perfection you will find excellence. I think that's a Vince Lombardi quote for you there. Put that write that down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might have butchered the quote but either way you know like it's so good that any little slip doesn't seem too bad versus a mishmash of silly set pieces that the, the creators think is good but also then has no story within it whatsoever so like there's a huge difference between a brilliant film having a little plot hole that you could you'd have to really poke at it to, and extrapolate to make anything out of versus I don't know, just a bad film. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. naming anyone specifically. I'm just saying in comparison. Well, like even not to go back to Bumblebee, but Bumblebee has so many flaws, so many. But it's such a good ride and such a feel good film, and it has it won so much of my good grace that I'm like I'm willing to overlook a lot of those flaws. You know, the only problems for me when it comes when a film is so bad that I'm like, okay, see now now the flaws matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just that I'm a cynical prick. I am a cynical prick, but that's not why. That's not why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not the reason. <laughs> and speaking of I'm such a cynical prick Rob I, we've done it we've got to the end of, of another episode look at us go 
that was that was a very, that was that was a that was a tight production. I feel today, with the exception of the random Dark Knight ramble at the end. There, I think we did a great job. Uh, well, except the Dark Knight ramble at the end, the uh, the rambles about the weather at the start, the the, the rambles about James Gunn during our quiz. It's, our, it's okay, Rob. It's it's our brand, man. <laughs> like I said, tight production. <laughs> like I said. <laughs> Yeah, that's no. If we could just replicate that every week, we'd be doing fine. Yeah, we do great. <laughs> Thanks, folks, for for listening. Um, as ever, we we've had a great time. And I mean, I, I, our last episode, we did uh trailers that were kind of like dis- you know, were, were excellent trailers, and the movies actually disappointed people. Sorry, there's 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 a name for this segment, Ross. There's a name. <sighs> so you can do it better I, than I can. It's like <gasps> trailer failures. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that, that's what I called the last episode. That's what I called the last episode. But that was that was a great chat. And I think we're going to do more of them as well because I yeah. think it's good. Like I think we both enjoy like diving into kind of film stuff that we both know and we can both talk about for hours. And like, I think discussions like that allow us to do that. So we'll, obviously we'll keep the quizzes up and stuff. But I think mm. we're going to do some more of that stuff. Well, there's loads more examples of that as well. So we've got tons yeah. to, to revisit for sure. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, thanks everybody for listening. I guess, Rob, do you want to tell people where where exactly they can find us? Oh, sure. Jesus. Life is adultery, so I better tell you. <laughs> Me too. Uh, me too. <laughs> wow. Uh, yes, so, SoundCloud. Do soundcloud.com slash Sands. Boom, you're there. Go to iTunes. Search Capitor Sands. I understood that reference. Boom, you're there. Spotify. Search I understood that reference. Feckin' hell. Jesus, we're there as well. Can you believe it? You can also... Find us on a plethora of other, probably lesser known, but equally as effective podcasting outlets like Podtail. But <laughs> I keep saying that one. Google Play, um, Amazon, maybe. Maybe Jeff, if you've let us in. Or maybe you've kicked us. <laughs> He's brought us. He brought the podcast up to space with him. He, he did. And left it and left it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, we've also got the Pod uh, Nation group on, on Podchaser. Nice community there. Hello to all the gang. And also there's the website, capunderstands.com. And by extension, the Twitter, the social aspect of the, the community, uh, that's at capunderstands as well. So the branding, the theme, it's all Captain America's buddy. The quotes alone build the whole I mean, brand. It's, there it's, you go. You don't see us with a DC quote. Nah, you don't no, no. see us with a podcast called Stay Evil Dollface. <laughs> life is Adultery, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Life is Adultery. <laughs> the podcast me too i feel like that would not be a good idea oh god that, <laughs> but that generally that folks one. it would not and, and which is fair enough but look uh thanks everybody so much for listening uh we'll be back soon with probably lots lots of random kind of discussions and crazy stuff again because let's be honest it's a true line for us is a meandering a meandering walk around the, the the edifices of pop culture and that's the way we are oh so much we've done so much meandering we've left quite a volume of oxbow lakes in our wake if you can bloody <laughs> what the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my window is wide open people are going to think I'm a lunatic I just laughed so hard at that I was what is this <laughs> Jesus Christ okay okay and with that with that all that is left to say is that I've been Ross <laughs> and I've been Robin this has been I understood that reference Google Oxbow Lakes look at the process <laughs> oh god calling this episode Oxbow Lakes <laughs>